0: What's going on church? Thank you for joining us on this Wednesday morning as we talk about moving forward in this daily devotional. These devotionals have been so good for me. Hopefully they have been for you. But before we get started, I've got to get a shout out to HPC Men, All of our Weekend Go teams, I love you guys. I miss you guys. Can't wait to see you guys in person. I imagine this is what Paul the Apostle felt like writing to the churches, you know? I just can't wait to see you in person again. But seriously, I'm super excited to be here with you this morning. Uh, If you've been tuning in, you know that we've been following the SOAP Method. S being scripture, O being observation, A being application, and then closing it out with prayer. And this morning we're taking a look at Exodus chapter 14, verse 21 through 25. And Exodus by far is just, it's one of my favorite books of the Bible. It's just so rich with God's power, his love, his mercy. So if you got your Bible, let's go ahead and open up to verse 21. It says, And in the morning watch, the Lord in the pillar of fire and of cloud looked down on the Egyptian forces and threw the Egyptian forces into a panic, clogging their chariot wheels so that they drove heavily. And the Egyptians said, let us flee from before Israel, for the Lord fights for them and against the Egyptians. So as we observe this portion of scripture First thing, we see the group of Israel, we see the Israelites, God's people. Here they are, these people have been in slavery for 400 years and they are finally getting their breakthrough. They are heading out of Egypt to the promised land and they've been holding on to this hope for so long that one day that God will finally come down and rescue them from this slavery. And then finally things are moving along. Things are moving forward. It is going in their direction. Finally, they're seeing the hope and the glory of God partake. And then all of a sudden they're moving They're going, they're following this cloud by day, this fire by night, and then bam, there's a sea right here. I'm certain somebody in that group had to be like, "Um, God, do you remember that you put this sea here? Uh, You know, what do we have to do? And maybe you find yourself in a similar situation today. Maybe in your life, things were beginning to really move forward. Things were beginning to really look up. You began to see the promises and the favor of God in your life. You finally were starting to get this whole life thing going right. And then all of a sudden, bam, we find ourselves in the commons in the situation that we're in today. And maybe your question in your heart has been, God, did you uh, forget this? You put this here. But then we see Moses do something miraculous. It says that he lifts his hands over the sea and it says that the waters begin to part. It says that God blows the east wind and the waters begin to split. It says that there's a wall of water on his left and a wall of water on their right. They begin to walk through on dry ground. You know, I thought it was so cool because the very thing, the very water that they thought that was going to keep them away from God's promises became the very water that became walls that guided them on the way to God's promise. That'll preach. But see, it says that the Egyptians continued to pursue them in. because the Egyptians continued to pursue them through the water, but then all of a sudden, all of the dry ground became mud. It says that their, their chariot wheels began to get clogged. It says that they began to fall into a panic as God sent that panic that way. You know, it says they began to realize that, you know, maybe this really is God's people. They finally began to get the message. And it says they panicked in all of it. You know, I remember when God first began to call my wife and I to start this adoption process. You know, we knew it was gonna be a big process. We knew it was gonna be scary, but we knew that God had called us to walk into this. And I remember things were going our way. People from our church and friends and family began to come alongside of us and tell us that they believed in us. They began to help us through this process and we were so excited. And then all of a sudden one day I got a phone call and this phone call basically told me I was gonna need seven to $8,000 in three days for us to move forward in this adoption. How do you know I was scared? I work for a church. I've never seen $8,000 at one time in my life. But I remember going on that night, it just so happened to be our unplugged worship night right here in the arena. And I remember in the middle of worship, and I don't say I always get this right, but I just so happened to this one time. I mean, you know, whenever I'll see it and we got Doug Musso singing, faith begins to rise a little bit. But in the middle of this worship night, I knew that I had the choice that I could either raise my hands and throw my hands up in panic or I could throw my hands up in praise. And in that moment, I began to lift my hands and I began to let the promises of God come out of my mouth. I began to declare who our God is, how big he is, how faithful he is, that he is for me and not against me, that he is my God and I am his son. And I began to feel something break through inside of me. I began to feel things begin to change in my mind and my heart. You know, no matter how big, how loud the voices behind me were, his voice became even louder. What he said in his word became even louder. And needless to say, my little boy just became four months this past, four months old this past week. And honestly, we had about $40,000 come in in four days. And that's how God moves. That's how he works, because if he's called you to it, he will bring you through it. You know, and I think we find all of ourselves as we talk about just the application and how we apply this story and how we make this personal to ourselves. I think our application today is less of an application and just more of a proclamation. You know, in the midst of so much uncertainty, we can be certain who our God is. You know, we look around to the people on our left and the people on our right. And so many people's foundation, the thing that they've built their life on, whether it's been their job or whether it's been their friends or their normalcy, has been pulled from underneath them. But we can stand firm on our foundation because we know that our God is still on the throne, that he is still good and that he is still for us. You know, so I just encourage you, no matter what you're facing today, no matter what it looks like, no matter how big the sea before you looks or no matter how loud the voices are behind you of doubt and worry. That I, I just encourage you to begin to lift your hands, not in panic, but in praise and in power like Moses did. And I encourage you to begin to let the voice of God speak out of you, come out of your mouth. I began to let the promises of God come out of your mouth. You know, the word is that faith come by hearing and by hearing the word of God. You know, I think sometimes it's so important for us to allow ourselves to hear the Word of God come out of our own mouths. You know, I just encourage you that as you begin to wake up the next few days, just create, create a new practice of before you hear any other voice, before you check the news, before you check your email or talk to anybody else, just get alone with God for a little while. Just get alone with Him. Maybe turn on a little HPC worship, turn it up, and just begin to declare His promises. Begin to declare who He is, that He is good, that He is faithful, that He is bigger, and that He is more powerful than anything that you may be facing today that he is for you, that you are his people and he is your God. And I believe that through this situation, God wants to stretch our faith. I believe that he wants to distinguish you as his child, that you can walk through on dry ground in the midst of these circumstances, that you can walk through with joy and praise on your face and on your lips when everyone else may be throwing their hands up in panic. And he also wants to let his glory be seen. He wants your neighbors and people that you see on a regular basis begin to Begin to wonder how exactly is so-and-so walking in this much joy right now? How is so-and-so walking in so, much, in so much purpose and with so much strength right now in the midst of all this craziness? God wants his glory to shine through your life. You know, as we begin to close out and pray, I just want to share this verse with you in John 14, verse 27. It says, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And peace I give you is the gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Let me pray for you this morning. Father God, we just thank you for who you are, Lord. Lord, before we even begin to look at who we are or anything around us, Lord, we just take a moment to remember who you are, that you are all powerful, that you are all faithful, that you are the way maker. That you can make a way where there is no way, no matter how big the sea is before us, Lord, that you are bigger than it, Lord. Lord, that you make a way that you are the God of the impossible. Lord, we let not forget that you are the God of the impossible and that you move for your people, that you fight for your people, that you will make a way in the middle of this sea for your people to walk through on dry ground, because that is what you do. Because that is who you are, Lord, and you can't deny yourself. You can't deny your character. You can't deny your love for us. So, Lord, this morning, we just say that we receive all of it, Father. Lord, we thank you that we can be called sons and daughters of God. Or in the midst of all this craziness, we can walk in peace. Lord, we don't have to panic, but we have peace. Because it's been purchased for us through the life and the death of Jesus Christ. So, Lord, we thank you this morning for the peace that we, that you've given us. Lord, we accept it. We receive it. Lord, we unwrap it and we take it for all that it is, Lord. Lord, we thank you. We praise you. Let all the glory be yours. Let our life Lord, let our countenance in the midst of this be glory and praise to you. We love you and we worship you in Jesus name. Amen.